Hello everyone, welcome back to an all new episode of the Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast. We are the show that takes a deep dive into the world of 80s cartoons and all of the glorious insanity therein. I am always geeky, Randy, and I am your host on this show. And of course, I'm not alone on this journey. I, of course, I am joined by my friend and my co-host, Phil. Phil, how are you doing today, man? Man, what is up, you quarantine fucks? I hope you guys are safe out there. Whew, I miss freedom. Oh, man, and dude, we have a special episode today because today, Phil, we have been doing the show for a year now. Yes, we have. It does not even seem like that long of a damn. Yes, happy anniversary, Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast. It is so hard to believe that a year ago we started this. And, and we are still kicking. And honestly, we could have been closer to a year and a half or two years. Because I had the idea for this show a while ago. It's just um, when I came up with it, I knew very specifically I wanted Phil as my co-host. Um, just at that time, our lives were kind of weird. I was getting ready oh, to move into a new house. Uh, Phil and I were both doing, had various situations with our life and our jobs. And it took a little time for things to line up correctly so that we could actually create a regular schedule to do this show. Oh, yeah. I love you, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. But uh, we have definitely been through some things. We've talked about some batshit crazy cartoons and... Some oh, great yeah. ones, some weird ones, some in-between ones, some hot garbage. <laughs> but we do Oof. it for you because, man, oh, dude, this has been an incredible journey. Of course, the one-year anniversary of this podcast, of course, would have to tell you that Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast is a production of Geek World Order. And as we are celebrating the one-year anniversary of the podcast... Uh, this very week also, because the uh, this our first episode a year ago dropped the day after the anniversary of the site. And so this week, as we are celebrating the first anniversary of the podcast, is also the 10th anniversary of Geek World Order. So yeah. I've been doing this for 10 years. I've been bringing content. Um, now I'm creating more content. And as the uh, the global situation has evolved, more... We haven't had as many conventions to go to. I haven't been able to do as much of my normal photography as my main content. So now I'm working on more podcasts, more vlog videos. Go to geekworldorder.com. Check it all out. Man, just so many things going through my mind right now. But uh, yeah. a Randy year is this, senpai. Man, <laughs> a year on this podcast. And guys, we have a special episode before for you today because... We're not just t- not talking about a regular episode. We are talking about a feature length. Well, we're actually talking about a real movie here. Guys, today uh-huh. we are looking at Transformers the movie. Oh, yeah. Man, if there is an animated movie that just absolutely defines the 80s, it dude, is this movie, yes. dude. Just what they the- thought even 20 years in the future would be like 
Pretty much. Dude, the soundtrack, though. The soundtrack is the most 80s hair metal that thing ever. <laughs> some 80s-ass shit. I was bobbing my head and everything. I'm like, okay. Oh, that was some um, 80s shit right there. It is, man. And Dude, this movie just starts out just balls to the wall. So we get our opening preview here. We get a you know a nice shot of space. Very amazing. Just so detailed animation. And we get what oh, looks yeah. like a planet. But it looks robotic. And we cut to a nice you know, we cut to another planet. There's, you know, vehicles moving around. We see a robotic civilization, much like the Transformers we know. These people are laughing. Looks like they're going about their day, their normal thing. And and then we switch to, you know, this indoor area where a couple of scientists are working. And one of them puts his experiment on the table. But things seem to go very awry here. His experiment starts to shake. Oh, yeah. And then we hear, then we learn the pl- of the planet. Obelisk, look! It's Unicron! <laughs> well, and here's where things go bonkers. Oh, it got real fucky real fast. Like, this movie goes bonkers less than a minute in. Okay, maybe we're like at a minute, minute and a half just with all this intro stuff, but dude... Oh, dude, the action was, like, immediate. Like, we see, like, these claws coming out of the middle of Unicron, and he just grabs onto the planet. Mm-hmm. Dude, the animation here... Okay, so, obviously, we're going to talk about this later in the movie and the death of Optimus Prime, but... Whew. That freaked me. <clears throat> How did this scene... How did this opening scene not be the scene that just freaked kids out? Seriously. Like, buildings are ripping apart. People are literally being lifted off the ground. It was Armageddon for that planet. With, like, this... Like, right off the bat. Tractor beam thing. So they're scrambling. They're trying to get people... You know, they're trying to get people to escape ships... Oh, and yeah. we see our two scientists, the other named Cranix, are trying to get away. Cranix manages to get away, but unfortunately, Arbalus is not so lucky. He is drawn oh, no. into the magnetic gravity tractor beam that is Unicron, and Whale does not seem to be a good result for him. Snack time. Yeah, and once this planet, <laughs> and once this planet is destroyed, we see we get an internal shot of Unicron, and we see him, lights coming on, and he seems to be powering up. So he seems to have gotten energy from this from eating this planet. Oh yeah, dude, it it had it had some crunch noises and everything. It was great. Oh, dude, the animation is so good in this movie really was uh so from there we get this badass just 
80s hair metal just <laughs> intro, in full length song intro intro transformers like it is 80s hair metal version of the transformers theme song oh dude they were going at it with the, with the music and it goes <laughs> through the credits we get some of our actors for this movie um such as john moshita the micro machine man is blur oh my god dude uh we get that freak <laughs> that freaking character uh this movie has a Judd Nelson as Hot Rod. <laughs> Leonard Nimoy as Galvatron. Uh, Robert... yeah, I saw that in the credits. Leonard Nimoy. Yes. Which oh is interesting God. because then he actually later goes on to play Sentinel Prime in the live action Transformers movies uh, shortly before he, his death. Oh, snap. I, didn't, so, yeah. I did not know that was him. Yeah, that was yeah, he was Sentinel Prime. Wow. So yeah, he that was a cool nod and touchback. Yeah, we get uh, Robert Stack, the original narrator to uh, Unsolved Mysteries as Ultra Magnus. Oh, uh, that was great. <laughs> oh, uh, Robert Stack, dude. Aren't they, um, aren't they bringing Unsolved Mysteries back? Uh, yes, I haven't seen it yet, but it is on Netflix now. It's already up. Okay, if it ain't Robert Stack, man, I don't know. Yeah, I know. Good voice is, is very good. I love it. Yeah, I haven't actually seen it, so I don't know who's hosting it, because I know Robert Stack died a few years ago. Yeah, he did. So, yeah. So, this movie is pretty stacked, and... Oh, yes, of course... Oh, wait, we cannot forget the biggest credit in this movie. Orson Welles. I saw that, dude. Yeah. So, this was actually his last feature credit before he died. They had some heavy hitters in this movie, dude. Yeah, no. There were some rumors going around that um, Orson Welles died during the production of this movie. But I know oh, a, few, a few sources have confirmed that he did complete all of his lines before he he passed away. Oh, man. So there, there had been rumors that maybe some of the lines near the mm. end of the movie weren't him. But that have that those have been debunked. He did from multiple sources. He did record all of his lines. Nice. But yeah, no, this was his last feature credit. I believe this was also the last feature credit for uh, Scatman Crothers, the voice of Jazz. Um, mm -hmm. so unfortunately, he also passed away shortly after this film came out. Oh man! Which is actually why Jazz was not featured in season three of the cartoon at all. He had a couple of background oh. appearances. Like his character model had a few background Damn. appearances. But no, um, I know I had read somewhere that there were uh, Jazz was actually supposed to make some appearances in season three and have speaking parts. Unfortunately, <laughs> um, Scatman Crothers Jazz. died. Oh, man. And, around here. Yeah, I guess for some reason, I guess they didn't want to replace him or maybe it just would have been too obvious. He kind of has that iconic voice. You just you're gonna know that voice. Oh, you yeah, know, there's, and that kind of sucks because that was definitely my. He's definitely my favorite character. I would have loved to seen him in some season three episodes. He was definitely a, a popular yeah. enough character. Oh man, 
it's funny because now that you say that, I'm thinking back. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I hadn't seen him like for the longest time, and I never really thought about it. Yeah, no. Like, but there, his wow. character model appears in a, like if some background appearances, you know, in groups of Transformers, just you know, mm. with no speaking lines. Yeah. All right, yeah. but yeah. So we after that epic badass intro. We go to our narrator. It is the year 2005. The treacherous Decepticons have <laughs> conquered the Autobots' home planet of Cybertron. But from secret staging grounds on two of Cybertron's moons, the valiant Autobots prepare to retake their homeland. Nice. And uh, as we get this, we kind of get a nod to the first episode of the series. Because one of the first sh shots in the first episode is Laserbeak spying on the Autobots. Laserbeak, baby. Laserbeak is spying on the Autobots. <laughs> so Optimus That's, and... Uh... No, go ahead. Uh, so Optimus and Ironhide are exchanging some dialogue, and it's like, Ironhide, report to me at once. Every time I look into a monitor prime, my circuit sizzle. When are we going to start busting Deceptive Chops? <laughs> oh, that 80s banter, man. Well, Prime has a mission for Ironhide because he needs to go to Autobot City on Earth. So unfortunately, uh, the Autobots really can't do anything because they don't have the power needed. Nope. To They're kind of at a stalemate. They know they need to make an offensive, some kind of offensive move, but they don't have the resources to do it. So Ironhide takes off. He, tra he transforms and hits the shuttle. And Optimus says, all right, he contacts out to the moon bases. He's like, all right, Jazz, report security status. No sign of Zipticons here, Prime. What about moon base two? <laughs> Jazz to moon base two. Jazz to moon base two. Bumblebee and Spike here. We're about to send up a shuttle. Any Decepticon shenanigans in your area? All clear, Jazz. <laughs> I love Jazz. <laughs> oh, dude, man. So, yeah, we learned some things. Uh, we see Spike has aged, and apparently he has a child. Oh, man. One of the worst characters in this series. Oh, God. Yeah, freaking uh, kid. Oh, Daniel. Cool. Honestly, I think he's like the most useful in this movie and then just tanks after they get into season three. Yeah, he, uh... And useful is kind of an overstatement for this kid. Uh-huh. Because, oof, okay. it ain't good. And when he's useful, it's more accidentally. Pretty much. So, yeah... Uh, he Optimus Prime orders Cliff Jumper to commit to do the countdown, which is a very nice touch because uh, Cliff Jumper, of course, is voiced by Casey Kasem, who, if you remember from the sixties and seventies, was the main man behind the Top Forty countdowns. Oh wow! In addition to voicing Shaggy on Scooby Doo, that was one Get of his gigs. That, that's kind of how he was found. He was doing radio. Oh, like he was the main guy between you know behind the top forty countdown. 
That's badass. Yeah, so Laserbeak uh, gets the intel he needs, and he goes back to the Decepticons headquarters on the main planet of Cybertron. Okay, this scene, these next few lines are just amazing. Uh, you know, Shockwave is like, Laserbeak returns, Megatron. I love this shade here. Welcome, Laserbeak. Unlike some of my other warriors, you never fail me. <laughs> you know he is, no. and he is looking straight at Starscream when he says it. I was going to say, you know it's Starscream. <laughs> Megatron, shut up, Starscream. Exactly. Oh, no, oh, we know exactly who he's talking about. <laughs> That's not even a question. No, it's not. Freaking Starscream. So, yeah, Soundwave transforms. Oh, dude, Soundwave's transform is just, like, beautifully animated because, like, he jumps up, transforms, land on, lands on a table. You know, a connection comes so that, you know, the findings can be played on the video. Oh, it's so good. So this, the animation like this movie is my so crisp. Favorite. He's my favorite Decepticon. Bruh. <laughs> he really is. So Laserbeak kind of plays through the through the images and it kind of ends with Optimus Prime's last line. Now all we need is a little energy on and a lot of luck. More than nice. you can imagine, Optimus Prime. So we switch to a shot of an Autobot shuttle flying through space. We see Ironhide and Ratchet and uh, Brawn. They're just doing their thing. They're kind of... Oh, and Prowl. Prowl's there too. Prowl, Ratchet, Ironhide, Brawn. Okay, yeah. So they're minding their business. And the next thing they know, there's an explosion. Oh, boy. And they are met... Oh, 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 boy. By an entire Decepticon raiding fleet. So yeah. This, so this starts the movie's bloodbath. I was going to say, I was waiting for you to say it, because this movie... Or should we they say was an, killing an oil... Bitch. They was killing bitches. Or should we say an oil bath? There's oil spill uh, everywhere. Because, let's they face it... They were straight up killing, man. Like really, outside of a, a few of them, most of the season one characters are killed in this movie. The bitch is dead. <laughs> Bro, Braun gets Yo, straight up shot in like, the chest. Yeah, they put a hole through him. Like, I was like, <gasps> no. Because I remember that as a Dude. kid and like seeing that again because I had Bro. kind of forgotten about it. I'm like, damn. No, the one that was the most insane here. Actually, there's kind of two in this scene. Because first we get Prowl. Dude, the smoke oh, that's just man. billowing out of his mouth and eyes. Yeah, that was pretty brutal. Like, he's definitely shot in the chest. And then just the, sm- like, the smoke from it just straight through, through, like straight out of his mouth. And his eyes. Yeah, like, he's, he's dead, dead. And then... There, there's a shootout, but, you know, Ironhide and Ratchet are kind of shooting it out, but they both get hit in the chest and drop pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. Decepticons are straight up killing bitches immediately. So, yeah. Oh, so we have more shade from Megatron here. 
Seagull. Ah, this was almost too easy, Starscream. Much easier, Megatron, than attacking the real threat, the Autobots moon base. You're an idiot, Starscream. <laughs> Basically. He's like... He was just trying to have some dialogue. Like, shut up, Starscream. But you know, Megatron has a better plan. He's like, when we slip by their early warning systems in their own shuttle and destroy Autobot City, the Autobots will be vanquished forever. Which, yeah. great plan. I was going to say, that is not a bad plan at all. It's like, and Ironhide is apparently still alive. He's like limping Ooh. on the ground. He's like, no! And he grabs his leg. Such heroic nonsense. Dude, the savagery. It's it's not shown directly, but I'm pretty sure he blasts Ironhide right in the head. Yeah, he shot him in the face. Yeah, no, I don't think anybody. Like, I'm pretty sure they couldn't show that. Because there's already enough violence in this movie, and a few and a few swear words. Yeah, so it kind of ends that scene there and all throughout the scene we're getting that song instruments of destruction off of the soundtrack bro that, oh, dude. dude that song was a banger in this scene right but yeah people watch this movie this the, the soundtrack is ridiculous well so we cut to earth and we're getting some individuals fishing it's hot rod and daniel that big ass fishing pole, man. Right? Transformer size fishing pole? <laughs> Seriously. I don't know, man. Oh, dude. I was laughing at that scene. Like, where did that big ass fishing pole come from? So, Daniel decides he's done fishing because they see the shuttle coming in. So, they hit. So, he gets on his hoverboard. He's got a freaking oh, hoverboard. Oh, my God. But then, like, he hits a rock and breaks it. <laughs> and I immediately started hating this kid when he did that. It's like, like he straight up hits a rock and just breaks his hoverboard. But yeah, we don't, but, and we don't learn until like season three proper that his mother is Carly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like, ugh. So Carly probably built the thing for him because we know Spike isn't exactly. Maybe he could have. Yeah. I think he got some of his dad's. Uh... Maybe he got a little bit of his dad's engineering talent. I'm guessing he's a late bloomer. <laughs> so yeah, so Hot Rod catches him, trans like throws him up in the air, transforms, like catches him in the seat, closes the canopy. He's like, if you're gonna ride, Dano, ride in style. <laughs> it's such a cheesy this is, line. This is when you learn how much of a douche this guy is. But you also realize this is Judd Nelson from The uh, Breakfast Club. Yeah. So oh, it's like, man. Right. It's like, really? This movie gets Judd Nelson. G.I. Joe, the movie gets Don Johnson. So whatever right yeah they're like all right let's go watch the shuttle 
He's like, and Hawkins like, nah, this isn't good. Let's head up to Lookout Mountain. Uh, so we see a number of Autobots <laughs> are moving some uh, some roadblocks and some construction equipment. And yes, they're working. Cup is directing traffic. And Hot Rod just boots right by him. He just barrels through, dude. It's, oh my god. Bro. Still, some of these one-liners in this movie, he's like, uh, Turbo Revan, young punk, I'll strain you out yet. <laughs> so funny. So they get to the top Boy. of the mountain, and there's a nice little observatory point with some, you know, with a bit, with like some kind of telescope, binoculars. And Daniel looks through it. He's like, wait, um, Hot Rod, there's a hole in the shuttle. Oh, yeah. So Hot Rod, I guess, puts down a visor and he zooms in. He's like, oh, fuck, Decepticons. Yeah. He starts blasting. Yeah. Which is, you know, pretty much the thing to do. But you might want to send uh, out a, a warning first to your allies. And so Cup's at the bottom like, um, what, what is that Don Fool doing? It's like, well, maybe if he's shooting at the shuttle, maybe he saw something that shouldn't be in the shuttle. No, it's Hot Rod. F this yeah. guy. Right? <laughs> Damn it, Hot Rod. Apparently he's done this before. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Because they just immediately were just like, it's Hot Rod. Fuck this yeah. guy. And as soon as he do it, he does it. Megatron gives the order to attack. Yep. And so begins the Battle of Autobot City. Megatron uh, was making moves, man. Bro. So yeah, we get uh, some scenes. Uh, uh, Blitzwing actually comes down. He goes through his modes and he's even got a nice little one-liner. Come on down, Autobrat. <laughs> uh, he's about yeah. to straight up shoot. Because he goes into his tank mode. He's aimed right at Hot Rod and Daniel. But, oh, look, Cup realizes what's going on. And he actually swings in, swoops the barrel of Blitzwing's tank mode up. So it doesn't hit anything. Or at least it just kind of knocks him down. Oh, yeah, that's right. He just kind of fires and it just (laughs) knocks him off the cliff. Uh-huh. And then So the blast from the from the cannon actually hits uh one of the Insecticons who crashes right into Blitzwing. Yep. <laughs> oh, those things are ugh. Those things never sat right with me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, this so is and once again, with the one-liners, Hot Rod's like, eh, not bad for an old-timer. <laughs> Cup's just like, right. um, yeah, and that's something you'll never be if we don't get back to the city. It's like, oh? So they're like, alright, let's burn rubber. Alright, so we get into the main Autobot city, and we get a bunch of new Autobots. 
we see Ultra Magnus, Perceptors, or actually Perceptors already there. He's, but yeah, we get Ultra Magnus, Springer, Blur, RC. We get a lot of our season three mainstays here. Oh yeah, yeah. Sweet soundtrack. So Perceptor is you know kind of t talking as Perceptor. Is like, uh, an Ultra Magnus like. What the heck are you saying, Perceptor? Uh, Springer's like, we're outnumbered. <laughs> How? How are you outnumbered? Uh, There's like 12 Decepticons. Come on. Nope. So Ultra Magnus starts barking out orders. Basically, um, they need to transform Autobot City into its battle mode. And they need to radio out to Prime for reinforcements and rally the troops. Yeah, and you get Blur talking fast as a holy crap. Oh, God. Blur gave me a headache. Yeah. <laughs> gave me a freaking headache, man. Ugh. So they've got to go do their things. And RC is kind of is worried about Hot Rod and Cup. Although it's kind of weird. Like, in this movie... There definitely seems to be like a little bit of a vibe between RC and Hot Rod. Yeah. But like once the season three gets started proper, it kind of shifts to like RC and Springer. Because I don't know, for some oh, reason, yeah, you know, the right. leader can't have a thing going on, apparently. I guess that's not allowed anymore. <laughs> it's yeah, I guess it's distracting. I don't know. But yeah, that's definitely one of the things that kind of gets changed from the movie to the series right it's like there are definitely some rc hot rod vibes going on in the early part of this movie which we'll get to in another scene mm -hmm. so they're fighting uh rc and springer get into the one of the main chambers and start transforming autobot city into uh its battle mode which we learned in season three of the cartoon uh autobot city is also the autobot metroplex Oh yeah, and there that's is right. a part of this of the season three five parter, the five face of darkness, where that's kind of addressed because he they have to do it manually because they the transformation cog hasn't been installed, so basically a main part of the transformation circuitry is not there, so Metroplex just can't transform by himself. Oh damn! So they do kind of explain that scene. <laughs> In season three, it's like, you know, why can't they just give an order Ooh. or why didn't Metroplex just, well, I mean, Metroplex hadn't been actually introduced as a character, but at least they did kind of write around it. It's like, maybe why yeah. didn't he transform in the Battle of Autobot City? Oh, it's because he can't. Auto, he yeah, can't do it by himself. Performance issues, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Although there is a, like a Japanese OVA uh, Scramble City, which introduces oh. some of the... It's this weird thing made of, like, toy commercial clips and a little bit of animation. It sort of explains the bridge, oh, the gap between season two and three. And it does oh. explain that they're that oh. they're still kind of building that city. Which would explain why they kind of have to do some of the manual stuff they did, like, you know, transforming oh. the city manually. Ah, true, true. Okay. It's a weird little piece of, like, Japanese animation. It's, it's <laughs> definitely interesting. 
Um, so yeah, we get Starscream chasing after RC and Springer. You know, with that lovely line, "Pathetic falls, that's no escape." <laughs> and so that they, voice is so non-threatening, man. So they, <laughs> they managed to get around him, and then like as part of the transformation, this like roof is coming over Starscream, and he's like, "Oh crap!" So he's trying to get, and he actually gets his foot caught in this door that's closing. Yeah. It's like one closed and there's like another one closing above him. <laughs> yeah. So he straight up blasts his foot. Which was actually pretty badass. And so just just make a note here that Starscream blasted his right foot. Yeah. Please make you a note of that. You know, bitch. This will come into play later. So yeah, he, he shoots his foot. He's like, ah, my foot! And so <laughs> they we see kind of them, you know, fighting back and forth. Megatron gives the order to breach their defenses, and we see mm-hmm. a couple of the Insecticons go in and literally start chewing through some of the doors. Yeah, they're really buggy. Yeah. Uh, so we see Hot Rod and Cup. They're kind of making it their way back into the city. And they realize they're going to have to jump. And Hot, and Cup's like, the Insecticons are in our way. And Hot Rod's like, nah, man. No. So he literally jumps the cavern and like uses the Insecticon as like a bounce pad. <laughs> like literally crushes its head. So at this oh, point, man. I don't know if it's one of like the regular Insecticons or if it's like one of the clones they can create. But yeah, that one is least but is like run over in least it's like it's insect mode head. Uh, so we go to the communications chamber of Autobot City and we get Blaster. And he's just being Blaster like, oh, look out and shout. Ow! Perceptor was shaken, other than this fortress. Blaster, oh, Ultra Magnus sends orders to contact Prime on Moon Base One. Oh, all right. Cover your receptors, Perceptor. <laughs> and Blaster. Oh, shit. Optimus Prime, do you read me? The Decepticons are blitzing Autobot City. We're really taking a pounding. Don't know how much longer we can hold out. Soundwave, jam that transmission. Oh, bro. <laughs> Good stuff. So yeah, Soundwave launches his cassettes. Uh, we actually see a new cassette that's later identified as... Oh, actually, no, he does... Oh, never mind, he does identify Ratbat, sorry. So yeah, Soundwave has a new cassette, Ratbat. Uh, so he dispatches Rumble, Frenzy, Ravage, and Ratbat. There is a little bit of an animation error here, because Rumble and Renz- Frenzy... Seem to be changing colors, like swapping colors during their their uh, flight there. Huh. Uh, so yeah, they get to the thing and they yell, uh, "Rumble!" with a good one line. Goes uh, first, we crack the shell, then we crack the nuts inside. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. So yeah, they go uh, Rumble and Frenzy use their pile drivers. And, like, all four of the cassette bots just start attacking Perceptor. 
So this scene is badass. Pierce up's like, yep. Run, Blaster, save yourself. And it's like, no way. <laughs> Two can play. And we learn that Blaster now has his own cassette bots. Yeah. So, uh, so <laughs> That's we. Crazy. Um, I don't believe they're actually identified in the movie here, but they are Steeljaw, who is the lion, Ramhorn, who oh, is the rhino, that. and then Eject and Rewind are the two uh, person-looking ones. Oh, damn. So, yeah. So, we get a battle between the cassette bots. Which, that's cool. I love uh, them. It's just a quick little scene, but it's nice to kind of introduce, you know, the new the little new characters and they get their moment yeah, to shine. Percept is like... That's pretty nice. Yeah. Do you think you got through to Prime? Let's hope so. Because if I didn't, we're all going to look like burnout toaster ovens. Burnout <laughs> toaster ovens. You gotta love them. Bruh. So here is where it just gets insane. Uh, so basically, everyone are, you know, there's just chaos. You know, people are fighting. Robots are getting shot. Uh, we get a few, oh, view, like, we get some quick flashes of characters. Like, um, there's a pair of legs that goes by, which I believe is tracks. Um, you can you think you can see grapple a little bit in the background of a shot. And some of these guys we're pretty sure die in this battle. Um, we get the, it's saying they go through a, a, a missile launcher, uh, where RC and Springer are trying to move this launcher into place. Uh, we see the bodies of wind charger and wind or wind charger and Wheeljack, who are very much dead uh, at this point. Like, Oh man. Like, yeah, no, they don't even have time to, like, process what's going on here. Um, I know there's some scenes that made it to Storyboard um, in this battle with um, with Devastator that comes up. Um, I know there's a few scenes that get writ that got deleted or didn't get animated, uh, which would have actually shown, I believe it was Trax, Red Alert, and Sideswipe, I believe actually die oh okay but that scene Damn. ended up getting cut you know there's a lot of characters that die in this movie off screen say, there's a lot of death in this movie like right like right at the beginning even. yep i know so many toys yeah. getting phased out for the 86 year <laughs> yeah. gotta get rid of all those toys that are coming off the shelves oh was that what they were doing uh-huh <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how that works. If characters are, you know, if their toys aren't available, they just get written out. Damn. Oh, yeah. So at this point, yeah. They're moving the launcher into place. Uh, Hot Rod and Cup make it. So there's definitely, so there's some help there. And uh, Daniel just kind of looking at a, out of a, a window or something, a viewport. And he's like, uh, guys. Because, um, Devastator is is here now. The Constructicons have merged. Whew. Um, which is that kind of a weird always... question, because it's kind of a yeah. weird thing that this is the big threat. But I guess 
as they were written writing this movie it was kind of middle of season two so some characters like blaster and perceptor had been introduced but some of the characters like the aerial bots and the protectobots and the other combiners hadn't ah uh, yeah you're right so a lot of those are not so a lot of those characters aren't in the movie i mean you could easily say that oh baby they were on another part of earth or they were on the moon base. Because, I mean, <laughs> we'll, we'll see here in a bit. But yeah, Devastator. So yeah, things are getting, um, things are going to shit real quick. Mm-hmm. Bro, oh, this scene, oh, dude. So Devastator just like rips right through a wall. Dude, that scene Devastator was... Devastator is a, is a yo, beast. <laughs> the animation was, like, insane on that. Yeah. Like, they really... Like, the animation was so nice. It was, it was just so colorful. And, like, just fluid. Mm-hmm. Like, everything flowed really well. And didn't they draw everything back then? Oh, yeah. So, imagine the time it would have taken to do all that just by hand. Mm-hmm. That's some dedication for your ass right there. And so we kind of see it go back and forth and uh, night turns into day. And um, Megatron's just like, their defenses are broken. Let the slaughter begin. Oh, yeah. Megatron was not playing in this movie. Dude. dude. He was not playing, dude. Right. And you'll see. Especially, mm-hmm. I, I know you know what I'm talking about, but it's getting, we're getting there. But then we see a shuttle fly in, and we hear Optimus go, Dinobots, destroy Devastator! Me, Grimlock, love challenge. <laughs> Grimlock, baby. Bro. That's my Dinobots, son's favorite one. <laughs> the Dinobots proceed to get their asses handed to them. Yeah! Like, Swoop gets buried by like a a wall. What, what was up with that? Bro, one of them oh I forget which one was the Brontosaurus Slag? Or I think it was was it Slag? I think so. Dude, he gets like hit in the back and his eyes bug out. <laughs> Dude, did you see that? Yes. His eyes bug out. Oh, also for some oh. reason. It, for the entirety of this movie, there are only four Dinobots. Yeah, I know that. Hell, where the hell is Snarl? I don't know, dude. I, I don't. I just was like, okay, let's roll with it. So yeah, uh, so they kind of dispatch the Dinobots and the Decepticons begin their march towards the center of the base and presumably to take over. And we just see Optimus Prime outside the shuttle. And he and he delivers the line. Megatron must be stopped. No matter the cost. <laughs> yes. You got the touch. Bow, 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 bow. You got the, the power. power. Here comes that song, baby. <laughs> Bro. So Prime drives in. Like, he does like a little blast off thing transforms like midair 
Like, he's just shooting people while he's in air flipping. Yeah. Bro, and when he lands, he just starts mowing them down. Badass shit. Like, oh my gosh. This is like the most not Optimus Prime scene ever. But it's probably like, <laughs> yeah. but he's probably like, no. No, if we don't stop the Decepticons here, we're fucked. Pretty much. So Optimus Aaron basically Ann. goes, he goes full Rambo here. He is just oh, straight yeah. up mowing them down one by one. Yeah, Optimus was whooping that ass. Bro. So the next scene here. Oh, this starts the... Just, oh my god. He, he, he bursts in when Megatron's in like the control room. He's like, one shall stand, one shall fall. One shall fall. Why I throw away that line, your, dude. Why throw away your life so recklessly? That's a question you should ask yourself, Megatron. <laughs> he's like, Megatron, like... Yeah, he's playing with you, man. Like, he just looks at his blaster. Like, Megatron, like, throws his blaster on the ground. He's like, no. I'll crush you with my bare hands. Yeah. He, he pressed Megatron's buttons. <laughs> he grinded his gears. <laughs> dude. Optimus is, like, so badass in this scene, dude. And they get the fight, man. Dude. Oh, yeah. This is oh, the, dude, fight. the fight. was great. This is the fight we've been waiting for for so long. Seriously. And they are... Like, they beat the shit out of each other. Like, and we kind of get some seeds planted. He's like, Hot Rod tries to step. He's like, Cup's like, uh-uh, no, no, no. No, no, no. This is Prime's fight. He's like, right. No, Hot Rod. This is the fight we've been waiting for the entire time. Like, they are straight up savage with each other. Oh, they, they beat each other's asses. Dude, like, Megatron has, like, got his hands on Prime's head. He's like, I will rip out your optics. <laughs> yeah. And they go through the fight. Man. At one point, Optimus has Megatron on the ground. And Megatron spots a gun. So he's like, so he's like, all right, I got to do something. So literally, he's like, no more Optimus Prime. Grant me mercy, I beg of you. You? Who are without mercy? Now plead for it? Yeah, now plead for it? I'm like, ooh. I thought you were made of sterner stuff. Oh, and here's where Hot Rod is a dipshit. He was not playing, dude. Oh, and here's where Hot Rod is a dipshit. Yeah. It's like, dude. So Hot Rod jumps in. And Megatron grabs him, grabs the gun, and now he's using. Oh my him god, as a dude! Shield. I was so mad. Oh, and before this, like, um, Megatron had actually used like a piece of debris and hit Prime in the midsection. Oh so, yeah, he, so he Prime actually had a good Prime in the gut. Yeah, and so yeah, he uses Hot Rod as a meat shield and shoots prime in that open wound 
Yeah. Dude. Freaking hot rod, man. Uh-huh. Ah, Bro. <laughs> Freaking dumbass. Hot rod is a dipshit. So Megatron has the gun. He's like literally standing over Optimus Prime going, I would have waited an eternity for this. It's right. over, Prime. Dude. Oh, man. Optimus just nails him with the most insane uppercut ever. Yes. Like, straight up knocks him off, like, this floor. Like, he literally knocks up, like, multiple stories off the side of, like, the roof of the building they're fighting on. Oh, man. (laughs) So, yeah, Megatron's down on the ground. And... Optimus kind of falls over because he's obviously got his injuries. Um, so remember when I said make note that Starscream shot his right foot? Yeah. How do you feel now, mighty Megatron? <clears throat> and he kicks him. <laughs> yeah. With the foot he shot. You oh really... my god. I noticed that. He kicked him with the foot he shot. <clears throat> it's like Yo fast? I don't know. <laughs> right? Uh, so yeah, at this point, uh Starscream orders Astro Chain to transform. Cause yeah, no. They're out of here. Oh man. Dude, man, we get a, a nice little moment between Megatron and Soundwave, though. He's like, don't leave me, Soundwave. Oh, yeah. He's pretty, uh... Soundwave's pretty loyal. Yeah. In that aspect. So, yeah, pretty much they're running. Rumble's carrying Megatron's jack cannon that's actually bigger than him. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they get an Astrotrain. Astrotrain takes off. The Decepticons are defeated. They almost had them, though. Yeah. So, yeah, things are going to get... So, here's where we get really depressed. Are you ready to be saddened, children? Here it comes. We see the Autobots inside the, the, the chambers. Um... All of our new characters are surrounding Optimus Prime. Perceptor is scanning. He transforms. He says, I fear the wounds are fatal. So they're like, yeah, no, he's about to die. So Optimus summons Ultra Magnus over. And passes on the new piece of technology that was created for this movie. The mm-hmm. Matrix of Leadership. Ultra Magnus is now the... It will now be the, the leader of the Autobots. But... And Magnus is kind of like... Are you sure? I'm I'm just a soldier. It's like... Prime's like... I was not worthy either. But one day... An Autobot shall rise from our ranks... And use the power of the Matrix... To light our darkest hour. 
But That's before he can hand it, Prime drops the Matrix. They go to fall, and Hot Rod, of all people, makes a die for it. Uh, yeah, this guy. He touches it. Lights go off. And we're like, oh, fuck. Oh. He's the cho- oh, he's the chosen one, isn't he? <laughs> but he picks it up. He hands it to Magnus. Magnus puts it in his chest cavity. In which, yeah, nothing happens to Magnus. He, he doesn't light up. Oh. He doesn't do anything. Unlike what we'll see later sure in the movie. But yeah, nothing happens. But here we have it. The the machines, they show the life the lifelines getting smaller and smaller. Optimus flatlines. He he grays out and Yeah, he's he dead. turned completely gray, dude. He was gone. Oh boy. That was that's that sad scene I remember. Oh, and this sad music playing, dude. It's Yeah. But yes, the moment that scarred children that caused massive letter writing campaigns that literally changed <laughs> multiple scenes in G.I. Joe the movie. I remember that. Yes. That's why Duke went into a coma in G.I. Joe the movie. Instead of dying from getting a, a freaking snake spear through the chest. Right? So, yeah. Uh, so we switch to the Decepticons. They're inside Astro Train. They're heading back towards Cybertron. But then Astro Train makes this weird announcement. Jettison some weight or I'll never make it back to Cybertron. <clears throat> oh, man. Oh, boy. They must definitely be a star for energy at that point. But yeah, they Decepticons survive, decide it should be survival of the fittest. And they kind of vote on it. It's like, um, so who's for this? All the robots that are fairly well not injured go, yay! And against? We hear a nay from everyone who is basically a season one character that was damaged in this movie. Like, yeah. Well, the eyes have it. They're like, get, make room for others. Bro, <laughs> and someone slips in a line. Like, <sighs> I think it might have been Thundercracker or Skywarp. They're just like, brothers, don't. Like, dude, they're like begging oh, for yeah. their lives. I'm like. They, they did not care. So, yeah, they. Um, I'm the goat. And so Starscream is, has Megatron in his arms. Yeah. He's like, and you can tell he's just sarcastically <sighs> saying, he's like, oh, how it pains me to do this. <laughs> the way he said it was so funny. He's like, like oh, how it pains me to right. do this. The Megatron's like, Megatron's like, wait, I still function. Want to bet? Want to bet? Starscream! He chucked his ass off this shit. <laughs> oh, Starscream, you little asshole. Bro, he's like... He, he chucked the shit out of, out of freaking Megatron, man. dude. 
has Megatron Ooh. has, how shall we say, departed, I nominate myself as the new leader. Of course. Uh, so the Constructicons are like, um, well, we formed Devastator, and we're pretty powerful, so no, maybe we should roll. Soundwave Superior, Constructicons Inferior. Yeah, pretty much in a nutshell. I um, love Soundwave, dude. They're like, um, you are boring AF, so no, and uncharismatic. It's like, <laughs> it's Bonecrow, or Hook is like, nobody would follow an uncharismatic boar like you. Who, Hook is right. also an uncharismatic boar. <laughs> so, so, Rumble and Frenzy eject, and, oh, Rumble just botches this so bad. He's like, hey, nobody calls Soundwave on Krasimatic. <laughs> Dumbass. He literally butchers the word so bad. So the Constricticons form Devastator and they're like, uh, and literally Rumble and friends are like, um, hell no. And now, activate their pile drivers inside of Astro Train. Inside the fucking ship and just start... Oh, oh geez, yeah, dude. dude! It's melee from here on out. Like, yeah, they start beating the crap out of each like, other. They switch to an external shot, and literally, Astro Train is like, uh, uh, like all over the place. Like they're <laughs> knocking him around. Oh man! It's like, well, if anything's gonna make it, scene. I mean, if anything's gonna make it so they can't get back to Cybertron, it's gonna be this. Pretty much. Uh, so we go to another part of space so the Decepticon bodies are just lifeless drifting because they don't have power to move any of their own selves nope and you just hear a voice Megatron welcome Megatron who said that I am Unicron I have summoned you here for a purpose Nobody summons Megatron. Like, oh, really? <laughs> Bye. So basically, Unicron kind of goes through the whole, oh, I, I, I need someone to destroy the Autobot Matrix of Leadership. It is the one thing, the only thing that can stand in my way. And Megatron's being cocky. He was like, yeah, well, I killed Optimus myself. The Matrix died with him. You're, a, oh, really? you're an idiot. Because somehow, because he knows it's been passed to Ultra Magnus, who is now in command of the Autobots. And Megatron's like, well, <laughs> what do I get out of it? Pretty much. I'll give you a new well, body. For me. And new troops to command. And? And nothing. You belong to me now. Megatron's Megatron like, to no one. Megatron's like, nah, nah, bro. And he's like, <laughs> Me- Megatron's, Megatron's like, Megatron said, miss me with that shit. <laughs> Megatron's like, huh, I have misjudged <sighs> you. Proceed on your way to oblivion. Like, bye. Because, like, they're sort of, like, suspended in this, like, the green energy field. 
but the field uh-huh. it turns to red. And oh, dude, he was Megatron just, he was is about like, to just get rid of his ass. Oh, you know, I'm pretty sure like he was probably like you like force choking Megatron at some point. <laughs> pretty much. And Megatron's like, okay, okay, I accept like, your oh, turn. I was just playing. I was just playing, man. Bro. So the next sequence is another beautifully animated sequence. Yeah. In dude. where he turns him into Galvatron. Like you literally he just, was ruthless before. So it's like this wire diagram. Like you see his internal circuitry change, and then like the outside shell come over him. Yeah, you could pretty much see his robo bones. It was really Dude. cool. And then he does the same thing to the others, creating Cyclonus and the Armada and uh, Scourge, the Tracker, and the Sweeps. Mm-hmm. Um, so this has been a point of contention as to who exactly becomes who. Yeah, I was trying to follow it. See... I personally believe it's Skywarp and Thundercracker that become Scourge and Cyclonus. And then yeah, the Insecticons like it, and then the Insecticons become the sweeps. Cause the sweeps seem to have like this cloning ability. Cause they get disposed of very quickly in season three and kind of keep replacing. And the number of sweeps uh. kind of, and the number of sweeps tends to change from episode to episode. And oh there, really? And there are times where there there are definitely more than two sweeps with them. So I'm of the belief that the Insecticons became the sweeps because just because of how they change, and then Scourge and Thunder oh, or Skywarp point. and Thundercracker become Scourge and Cyclonus. Yeah, that's although a good point. the Cyclonus clones or the Armada. Are never seen again after this movie. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't even. I'm not even sure if they're seen after. If it's seen after this scene. You know what? Now I have to go back and look. I was gonna say I don't remember seeing them have any screen time after that. Yeah, because I think that particular character. I believe I read somewhere that it was one of those things that kind of got scrapped in development. So possibly uh, okay. the only remnant of it was yep. that already animated scene where they're changed. Yeah, because they'll keep that keep that in the kids will love it. Yeah, because that second, because that Cyclonus <laughs> clone, I am pretty sure is not seen after this scene. Damn. So unfortunately, they just didn't like reanimate it, and it would also lend a little more credence to the theory of the of the the Insecticons being the sweeps. Just with how they seem to yeah. have the, all the clones. This is true. And well, um, damn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the main theory, because they're not, because they don't really show the color, but I know the main theories kind of go that, that Thundercracker is Scourge and Skywarp becomes Cyclonus. Because um, usually. Skywarp tend to be more loyal towards Megatron, and that really amplified was in Cyclonus. Hmm. You'll you'll definitely see that in season three, where Cyclonus is just like super attached to Megatron. Oh man, notice me, Senpai. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
So yeah, they're ordered to attack, and um, Galvatron's like, I will rip open Ultra Magnus and every other Autobot until the Matrix has been destroyed. Thank you. So, kind of funny thing I noticed here, he orders to Cybertron, but they don't go to Cybertron, they go to Earth. Hmm. So it's because the Nick. Wait, no, never mind, never mind. Wait, no, they do go to Cybertron. Sorry, sorry. I missed a scene. I missed a scene. I missed a Uh-oh. very important scene. <laughs> I'm jumping ahead in the script here. Because that's why I have all the dialogue. I just have this. I was. I just have a. I found a script online. But yeah, we get the very. We get a very important scene. We do show Cy- Cybertron. There's a, the uh, Constructicons are playing trumpets, and Astro Train is holding a crown. Because it is. Oh Star- yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. I it forgot. Is Star- yeah. It is Starscream's coronation. This bitch got a crown on. Right. So yeah, they're having a grandiose ceremony. The Constructicons are playing. Astro Train's like waiting for them to stop. Get on with the ceremony. Hmm. He is such a pretentious little shit, I tell you, dude. Bro. Although Starscream hits one shot and takes out all six of the Constructicons trumpets. Yep. Bro. He's not bad. Like, as far as, like, a fighter. Mm-hmm. My Just fellow Decepticons, as your new leader, I... Swoops in Cyclonus... Galvatron yeah. jumps out. Who disrupts my coronation? Coronation Starscream. This is bad comedy. <laughs> dude, I love the one-liners in this movie. Yeah, dude. They, That's they, one thing 80s are good for is this freaking one-liner. He's like, Megatron? Is that you? Here's a hint. Boom. Ooh. Straight up blast Starscream at full power. Bro. Starscream dead, baby. Yo. The, um... Dude, the... Dis- like, the disintegration is just... Holy crap. It was... It was pretty brutal. Yo, this And that was, was some... We- that was a well-deserved shot. Uh-huh. Like, I did not feel bad for him at all. I was just like, damn! Bro. So, the crown falls to the ground... Galvatron just stomps it. Yeah, he stepped on that bitch. He's like, like, uh-uh. Will anyone else attempt to fill his shoes? <laughs> They're like, um... Yes, man! Rumble's like, yeah. what What did he say his name was? <laughs> Galvatron. So they are like, all hail Galvatron! All hail Galvatron! <laughs> oh, buddy. They were not having it. Like, oh, well... Alright, so we cut to the Autobots moon base on moon base one. And Unicron comes into the scene. So we get Jazz and Cliff Jumpers like, um, where'd that come from? Have no clue. Mm-hmm. So they, so Jazz gets on the radio, he calls to Earth. Say, Roger me, Wilco me, anything, hello, hello Earth. And Blaster picks up the signal. And, um, yeah. J- 
Jazz goes, This is Jazz. A ginormous, weird-looking planet has showed up in the suburb of Cybertron. <laughs> and it's a tacky yeah. moon base one. So, yeah. They, so, the, the communication is cut off. So, we see Daniel a little freaking out here. With good reason. Mm-hmm. So, Jazz and Cliff Jumper try to get to a shuttle. They try to rig and explode. So, they they try to get away. They blast off, and that's very short-lived. Mm-hmm. As they mm-hmm. are pulled into the gravity well. Remember that choppy chop? Oh, boy. So, the Unicron devours Moon Base 1, sets his sight on Moon Base 2. Where Bumblebee and Spike have had a little more time to prep, so they, so they decide to rig up an explosive. And so they, so that's their plan. They get into their shuttle, they run off, and the explosion goes off. Yep. Yeah, hooray, we did it! Ha <laughs> ha! And Bumblebee's like, look! No damage at all. Nope. So, Freaking Dragon Ball Z moment. No. So we get another moment that should have just like ruined chi- childhoods here. It isn't even tinted. Ah, oh, shit. What are we going to do now? Oh, boy. And that's not exaggerate. That is an actual line in the movie. Spike actually says, oh, shit. Really? Yeah. Did I miss that? You must have. Oh my god, he really did? Yes. Get the, I gotta go back and watch it, man. <laughs> I missed that? There's no and freaking no, way. That aired theatrically, then it was cut out for the VHS release, and then on the DVD releases years later, it's put back in. <laughs> Stop it. That is. This is an actual line in the movie. What? You definitely missed it. I, oh... There are two I gotta go back and see that, dude. Okay, there are two swear words in this movie. The other oh, one, will, the other one will come when they get to the planet of junk from Ultra Magnus. Oh, oh, dude, <laughs> that scene was something else. We'll get there. Oh yeah. But yeah. So yeah. Um. So yeah, unfortunately, so yeah, that didn't work. And uh, Spike and Bumblebee get their shuttle gets sucked into Unicron too. And Galvatron is just like watching from his ship and like, uh, how dare you, Unicron? Cybertron and all its moons belong to me. And Unicron's like, uh, no. And does that whole um red energy thing. Yep. He's like, um, he's like, I'm um, sorry. Belongs to hey, who? First of all, who you, who you think you're talking to? He's like, <laughs> I will obey. Damn. Okay. Okay. Like, okay. Now okay, okay. they go to Earth. So they must have used like a space shuttle or some, or the space bridge, because this seems to be very quickly how quick they show up on Earth. Yeah. But, you know, 
basically the Autobots are getting aboard the shuttles. And it's like, okay, cool. So yeah, everything seems kind of bleak. And Hot Rod's like, hey, maybe the Matrix can help. And I'm like, what the hell you know about the Matrix, kid? I just got a feeling. <laughs> oh, man. So yeah, so the Decepticons show up. It's like, I, Galvatron, will crush you just as Megatron crushed Prime. And Ultraman's like, and you'll die trying just like Megatron. Damn. So yeah, they have a fight. They shoot it out. One of the Dinobots like actually hits Cyclonus. Dude, they they do a close-up of Galvatron. He's shaking his fist. <laughs> Dude, that was ridiculous. Uh... I was like, this is like kind of dumb, but kind of funny too. Hell yeah. Um, so yeah, so they're boarding the shuttles, and the Dinobots are just, like, having none of it. Like, I think they want to fight. Yeah, they do. So, Magnus like, whatever, j just get them in the shuttle. We're, we're gonna go here. Hot Rod Cup, y you deal with them. So, like, they just start lassoing the Dinobots and, like, bringing them into the shuttle. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, this is so Oh, man, insane. the freaking Dinobots, dude. Yeah, so eventually they get in, they finally get to the shuttles, and they make it away from the Decepticons for now. Uh, so we get to the... So we go to the shuttle that has Cup and Hot Rod and the Dinobots in it. Oh, well... Oh, first, before that, um, the other shuttle that has Ultra Magnus, Springer... Harsey. Like they're taking off pretty quickly and like they, they almost leave without RC. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Like, no, what are you doing? Come back. But yeah, so they get into the shuttles, they get away. And bro. So the scene, the the shuttle with like Hot Rod and Cup, kind of plays like Star Wars. <clears throat> you remember the scene where Luke is like fighting with that hologram thing, that little oh yeah drone ball. It's like yeah, I remember Hot, that. Hot Rod's doing like that with like a with like a dummy droid. Oh, yeah, he was. And the Dinobots are, like, wanting to hear Cup's war stories. <laughs> oh, like, oh, tell a story. It definitely had, like... They, remind, they reminded me of some big-ass Muppet Babies. I think the Muppet <laughs> Babies might actually be more intelligent. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> tell story. Yeah. So, yeah. And so Cup tells him some old war stories about the Petro Rabbits and the Space Dust and Hot Rod's like, shouldn't we be doing other things right now? No! No! <laughs> Cup tells yeah. stories! Oh, man. Oh, the Dinobots. Dinobots are great. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Sick, yeah, no. Stories. <laughs> and then Hot Rod gets kind of pissed, so... And, like, he starts taking it out on that drone. like... The drone's like, no, no, no. Time out, time out, time out, time out! <laughs> Dude, I think that... I think that pra that drone... Like, somehow pissed itself. Probably. Oh, yeah. So, they're not... So they're not at peace for long because the Decepticons catch up with them. Of course. And so yeah, they have a shootout here. They fire missiles. Uh, they actually dodge a missile because they end up inverting polarities. It's like they somehow like fire this beam at the missile that's being shot at them and they somehow like make it reverse course. Oh damn! Oh uh, yeah, no. So they send Cyclone. So Galvatron sends Cyclonus out. Oh boy. So, yeah. <laughs> so basically, they attack the shuttle and pretty much damage it, and it goes sailing away. Of course. Uh, so. The Decepticons turn their attention to the other shuttle. And so Springer brings up the fact that, you know, Cup and Hot Rod pretty much just bought it. And somehow Ultra Magnus is like cracking under pressure like day one as leader. Oh man, that was a. Uh, I'm like, oof. Because he literally says, I can't deal with that now. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're the supreme commander of the Autobots, and your second hey, shuttle wait, just what? bought it. <laughs> What's the problem again? And you're you're literally being hounded by Decepticons. Your forces are presumably dying, and you just say, "I can't deal with that now." Seriously, who, buddy? So they come up with a crazy idea because. As Springer basically brings up that, you know, hey, the Decepticons are dog us until they see us dead. So, they make it look like they're dead. They perform an emergency separation of the shuttle. So basically, they detach, like, the little front section from the rest of the ship. And so, apparently, the Decepticons don't notice them getting away. The rest of the shuttle blows up. Can't say that wasn't too bad of an idea. So they're like, all right, the, Aut the Autobots have been terminated. Excellent. The Matrix is dead with the... Oh, Unicron, why? <laughs> like, um, no, no. Maybe you should, uh, maybe you should, uh, check on that real quick. Right. So, he orders them to take him to Unicron. But at this point, we see that the shuttle has landed. It's like, alright, well, they have to... So, RC's like, did we really have to let them detonate three quarters of the ship? It's like, well, they would have detonated four quarters if they had the chance. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, look, you're alive. Shut like, up. But 
the the shuttle what's left of the shuttle is damaged so they need to find somewhere for repairs uh perceptor is um you know just you know chatting and gibbering uh okay so while perceptor is giving his analysis of the situation ultra magnus <laughs> is slumped over on the desk head in his hand and he's literally just like oh. finger tapping on his up against his face like he is completely bored yeah i was gonna say this dude is just hot garbage this movie has done nothing to portray magnus's someone who could even competently lead a squadron Mm-mm. Yet somehow he's a high-ranking Autobot, basically in command of Autobot City when, while Prime is away. Prime <laughs> picks him to be the successor of the Matrix. Where is the proof here? Ah, I think Prime's losing it, dude. I think he was just losing yeah. it. He was in his last moments, was mm-hmm. probably in court. I don't know. He, he, he doof somewhere. Yeah. So we pan over to um, Cup and Hot Rod. Well, Hot Rod is underwater, so apparently the shuttle has crashed. And he's like underwater. There's like robotic <laughs> fish. He's calling oh, for people. And he hears Cup call for help. Bruh. Cup is like mangled. <laughs> He's, like, missing an arm and a leg. Yeah. He's, like, caught up in the tentacles of this, like, giant squid robot thing. Oh, this is pretty badass. Yo, Hot Rod, like, straight up goes in and, like... He's, like... He said Danny DeVito meme. So, anyway, I started blasting. (laughs) Right? Yo, he fights it up. Oh, man. He's got like a saw, like his one of his attachments. I guess he can switch out his hand for a little saw. So he's like, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. When did he learn to do that, bro? He like blasts this like Robo Squid octopus thing right in the eye. Yeah, and it kind of like inks itself and like runs away. (laughs) It inks itself. It really did though. Right. So yeah, that point, shit was funny, Bruh. So at this point, he's like, "Cup, you okay? Talk to me, Cup. Uh, fix me. <laughs> End me. <laughs> right? He's like, please, please provide me the sweet release of death. I'm old. <laughs> right? I just want to die. Oh, jeez. Uh, so we cut back to the other shuttle." And they're drifting. They've managed to find use what little energy they have left to get to the planet of junk. Well, it's time to land. Brace for impact. Yo, and they straight up crash. Although yeah, this do. is like you know, the animation is like so amazing on this. It, in they just really like how the debris that, flies away while they're running through it. It's just dude. Uh, but yeah, at this point, they crash. Ultra Magnus kind of gets up. He's like, uh, alright, say something. Y'all okay? Springer just throws out a one-liner. He's like, remind me to give the autopilot a raise. 
It's like, yeah, we'll love it. It's like, Daniel, did you get squished? Are you alive? I'm okay. Fuck. <laughs> right. It's like, all right, let's try to salvage uh, this thing. So alive. Damn it. So they make it so that Daniel can be a little bit useful. They give him an exosuit. Oh, dude, I facepalm when I seen him in an exosuit. Oh, dude, he like. Oh my god, dude, oh, no. he like eats it the first time he tries to walk in it. <laughs> that was great, though. You're like, all right, just think about what you're doing. Okay, just go over there and practice. I mean, the kids it's like, oh, hey, dad's exosuit. <coughs> yeah, he sucks. <coughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah, they make observations, and we see the some junkions come out and kind of stare them down. Ooh, the junkions! Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so yeah, so they hit some. But they think the oh, Autobots shit. might be thieves. Like, stop, thief. No, welcome. Why no, in here, stranger, with that good coffee flavor for you? <laughs> Offer oh, expires shit. while you wait. Operators are standing by. And you're sitting there like, what the fuck just happened? Oh, boy. <sighs> so we go back to Hot Rod and Cup. Hot Rod is finishing the repairs on Cup. He's like, yeah. All right, so how'd I do? Cup kind of stands out. He's like, of all the circuit glitch diode blowing dim wittery, you left the piece out. Uh, no. <laughs> Listen, I just put in what there what was left. You're just stiff. And Cup's like, eh, actually, you know what? Hey, actually, did a pretty good job. Yeah, you even got a, <laughs> rid of a nasty bar in my rotator. <laughs> oh, man. Like, Good job, Hot Rod. You accidentally fixed something that you didn't even break. Right. So they transform and go and head out. And they find a nice little army of uh, Sharkticons. Oh, that was interesting. They're like, Cup's like, don't act hostile. I'll use the universal greeting. The what? Hot Rod's like, the what? Ah, don't worry. I'll have a meeting out of my hands. Ba weep grana weep ninny bong. Oh my god, this is where shit just got weird. Hot Hot Rod literally cannot believe it's like Ba weep grana weep ninny bong? What? And they all like grana <laughs> So yeah, and they start handing uh, they him going ape shit. Yeah, they start handing him slips of energon. It's like, yeah, see? Peace offering. Like Hot Rod's like, uh, this is getting expensive. <laughs> right. Don't worry. They'll reciprocate. They don't. They do not at the all. Cubs literally has to shake the thing and go, empty. <laughs> so yeah, they um uh, yeah, so they get attacked and dragged away. And next we see them, they're 
in handcuffs. There. Oh, didn't freaking um, Grimlock get kissed or some shit? Almost. Not quite. Oh, to... yeah. Uh, we see the Dinobots in a little bit here. Okay, I, I kind of skipped ahead. <laughs> yeah. So they're walking down this hallway, and Cup's like, uh, this reminds me of something. Huh? And I was like, everyone, every place reminds you of somewhere else. Experience, lad. <laughs> you should learn to appreciate it. Yeah, that's not really helping us so far. Nope. Oh, buddy. So we get to another intense scene. So they're kind of in the cell. They're watching what's going on. And they see some random prisoner on the ledge. And you hear the one of the, one of the guards say, has the Imperial Magistrate reached a verdict? I have. Guilty or innocent? Innocent. Feed him to the shark decans. <laughs> yeah, man. Ah! Like, whoa. Yeah, that's a uh, very unfortunate. And I was like, um, hungry. Yeah, you really need to get us a new travel agent. <laughs> and of course, we Ooh, get our first look at the Quintessons and their five faces. Oh yeah, that was. I was like, Ugh. yeah. And then they're kind of like, what is this place? And we see Kranix emerge. So we see our good buddy Kranix from earlier. He's like, mm-hmm. this is the world of the savage Shocktacons and their cruel masters, the Quintessons. I am Kranix. My planet was destroyed by Unicron. Like, Unicron? Who's Unicron? A planet that devours everything in its path. So that's the monster's name. So yes. Mm-hmm. So yes. So they know that what they have experienced is Unicron. Uh, so at this point, the guards come in and they actually they grab Kranix for his judgment. Bro, he is like pleading with them, like he's because he's literally the last survivor of the planet Lithone. That he is. Mm-hmm. They don't care. Yeah. So they pretty much just go, have you reached a verdict? Guilty or innocent? And Kranix is like, he's, I'm sure he's seen a number of these executions now. He's like, spare me this mockery of justice. Oh, yeah. He was In- not, he knows, he was not having it. Yeah, like, innocent. Ah! <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> He did. Uh, yeah, they tossed his ass. Yes. So here is actually where we get the scene with the Dinobots. So Swoop is scouted ahead. He's not seeing anything. Slag and Grimlock are arguing. Of basically, course. Basically saying like Cybertronian versions of, old, of Earth's insults. You're full of beryllium baloney. Oh, well, you're full of cesium salami. <laughs> and then they hear it. They hear the voice. 
Friends fine, look behind. Who said that? Oh my god. Friends fine, look behind. You go wrong way. You fool, I say. These guys. (laughs) These fucking guys, man. It's like, I don't like, I don't like you. Bro. (laughs) So we get who is introduced as Wheelie. And he uses a slingshot and hits Grimlock in the nose. Oh, yeah. He's like, Wheelie, say find friends today. It's like, really, Grimlock? It's going to take you getting hit on the nose to go, hey, maybe this guy actually knows something. (laughs) It was was a really odd scene. Yeah. So, we definitely get to... uh, So, we go back to Unicron and uh, Galvatron's there's like, um, so what's the deal, Megatron? Uh, what's the deal, Unicron? Why do you keep torturing me? And Unicron's basically like, because you're a moron? He's <laughs> like, my, Galvatron's like, um, Ultra Magnus is dead. Matrix is destroyed. And Unicron's like, um, no. Um, yeah, no. It, it's Ultra Magnus is definitely alive. He's on the planet of junk. Go do the job I hired you to do. <laughs> it was funny though. So, yeah, so he they uh, cu- you basically cucked them. Mm-hmm. Who, buddy? <laughs> so yeah, they go back to the uh, planet of junk. They're kind of going around and hitting the they're working on the shuttle and we get go for the gusto yes because the it, we get the junkions or oh my God. or so they believe but they actually see the decepticons coming in so yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, this will be another minute here. But yeah, so the uh <clears throat> so the Decepticons come in. Ultra Magnus orders the Autobots to disperse. And we get a fight between the Decepticons and the Autobots. And good old fight scenes. Hey, and Daniel actually learns how to use the exosuit. Apparently, it has a minor transformation. It can turn into like a small scout buggy kind of thing. And so he basically uses it to like run over a Decepticon's foot and be a minor annoyance. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the Autobots basically congregate behind a cave, into a cave, and Magnus kind of blasts the, sh- the door, the opening, and, uh, Basically, hides, you know, comes up in front to kind of be a human shield, a robot shield. So he's got the matrix. He's trying to, he's like, open. Damn it. Open. Prime, you said the matrix would light our darkest hour. Well, I guess the hour isn't quite as dark as it needs to be yet, apparently. (laughs) Oh, shit. 
And yes, ah yes, Magnus saying, damn it, that's our second swear of the movie. I was going to say, I got to go back. I can't believe I missed those. Yeah, no. Like, when I bought this on DVD for the first time in like, oh, I want to say like 2000, I was like, wait a minute, what? Did did he just say shit? Did Ultra Magnus say damn it? That was great. Because they were in the theatrical release. Because this movie is rated PG. Oh, they pushed the they pushed the yeah. limit, all right. <clears throat> so yeah, they got that. So yeah, Galvatron confronts Ultra Magnus. He's like, "I want the Matrix." Nope. So he's just like sweeps, nah, terminate him. So this scene actually got edited really so basically when they the sweeps fire their laser beams what happens is in how it plays in the movie as we see it is that magnus gets blown up what actually was supposed to happen those lasers were basically supposed to be like laser ropes and i think in the com i think in the comic adaptation it actually shows it but how the scene was supposed to play out, according to sources, is that Magnus was actually drawn and quartered. What? Yeah. Because if you kind of look at it, it does look like there's the beams go to his arms and legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. So they just kind of show the, like the, the tearing apart and make it an explosion. So they crooked manned his ass. Yeah, no, he was supposed to be drawn and quartered. So yeah, we've got Ultra. That would have been that would have been intense. Yeah, we've got Ultra Magnus pieces on the ground. Uh, Galvatron grabs the Matrix and um, heads off. Uh, We out. Uh, So we go back to the Quintesson planet. Uh, So Cup and Hot Rod are now. At the trial area. And so the Quintus One leader is being really pompous here. He's like, before the Imperial Magistrate delivers a verdict, would you like to beg for it life? It sometimes helps, but not often. And unfortunately, Cup and Hot Rod cannot transform. They are constricted by like some kind of energy restraints. Oh, uh, Yeah. So of course they get the uh, the innocent verdict, and they're dropped into the pool. Uh, Which once they hit the water, the energy bands actually disperse, so they're not they are not incapacitated anymore. Which is fortunate. So Hot Rod's like, "Ooh, they've got more Sharticons, and we have photon grenades." So Cup's like. Let's hold a demolition derby. So they transform. <laughs> Bro, this scene is insane. So they literally start driving around the walls of this pool. And they create a whirlpool. Which they actually used to launch themselves out of the pit. It was pretty interesting. Yeah, so from here they start fighting like they're fighting them hand to hand, they're smashing them. 
uh, I think at one point Cup or Hot Rod grabs one of their tails because they've got like that spiked ball on the end of the tail and just oh, starts yeah. using it as a mace. Yeah, they they pretty they they went. Uh, I don't know what to call it, but they yeah they went ham in this one. Yeah, dude. We're gonna we're gonna say that <laughs> it was good. <laughs> it's like we can't hold out forever, Cup, but we can give them one humongous repair bill. Execute the them. Shit out of them, little guys. Yeah. <laughs> so once the the Quintesson judge yells, "Execute them!" A door falls on literally falls in and like crushes one of the quintessons uh-huh yo and slag just and comes like, in and is like oh. excuse me i love that just the <laughs> excuse me <laughs> so yeah no oh man, it was good now we have the dinobots in the fight and bro dude the dinobots go to town yeah they do this is when they were those little guys were pretty much pissing themselves yeah it's like even though Quint- quintus is like sharktacons execute them me grimlock say execute them like and they he, look at him like okay yeah <laughs> it's like, seriously it's like and Cup's like, well, I think the problems on this planet will be solved very shortly. The quick turn of events right there. And it's like, well, so we've got some, though we still got some problems because uh, they need a ship. You get ship if I get trip. And Hot Rod's like, what the <laughs> fuck is that? Oh, this friend. Him weedy, him friend. Like, hey, he'll be my friend too if he can find a ship. Ship stare over there. That's a ship. <laughs> oh man, bro, this thing—it looks like a do. You know, the thing that Wheelie pointed at looks like a giant spy, like a giant rotini. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Freaking giant rotini. That's funny. That's a ship. Hot Rod's like, you know what? Who cares if it if it flies? We're good. Oh man. Oh buddy, so we get to uh uh so now we get to this scene where of course they the Autobots come out of the cave. They see Ultra Magnus is blown to bits. They're like, "Oh, this is not good." Nope. And now they are attacked by the Junkions. And there's a couple of them come up. They manage to knock a few of them. Like, one of them gets knocked off the motorcycle. But then they just switch positions. The one that was the rider transforms and becomes the motorcycle. And the other one transforms yeah, and becomes dude, the rider. Like, it's like, this brings like, it's not hard to knock them down. It's getting them to stay down. That's a problem. <laughs> and so they're fighting. And of course, we've got the, uh, Oh boy, we get the insane fight music, the Dare to be Stupid by Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> like, yes. this may be the oh, greatest fight music, god. oh my god, ever. That right there was fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're fighting, 
So eventually, the fight is interrupted by the spaceship. So the Quintesson mm-hmm, spaceship mm-hmm. lands. We see Cup and Hot Rod and the Dinobots. So at this point, the universal... So Hot Rod's like, you know what? Let me try it. Ba weep grana weep ninny bong. Ba weep grana weep ninny bong. Hey, what do you know? The universal greeting actually worked this time. Yeah. This is when they went like ape shit and started the party. Yeah. So they're like, you guys are weird. He's like, Brett like, TV? We talk TV. You talk TV? Yeah, I talk TV. <laughs> and now the news. Don't touch that dial. Oh, <laughs> man. Bye, George Kimosabi. You'll smash our friend soon like brand new with 90 day warranty. And the constructed, or I'm sorry, the Junkions, they put Ultra Magnus back together. Yes, they did. It's like, and Ultra Magnus is like, uh, where, where am I? I, this scene, I'm like, okay. I don't understand how Transformers work anymore. You're like, it's like, you're alive. It's like, the Matrix, it's gone. It's like, like, well. Like, Galvatron has it. Where is Galvatron? Where is he? And somehow the Junkians know it's Unicron. Mm-hmm. But they, so they realize they have to go to Unicron. It's like, all right, dude, I love this. So the Junkions reveal they have a ship. So we have got two ships and um, I love that. As friends, now destroy Unicron. Kill the Grand Poobah. Eliminate even the toughest stains. <laughs> These guys were nuts, dude. They were crackheads. New and improved junkie on planet is Sleeks. This sleek, sexy import with turbo handling. Just dis- <laughs> They were freaking nuts. And they're just... The junkions are just piling into their ship. Destroy Unicron, kill the Grand Poobah, eliminate even the toughest stains. <laughs> They're just chanting that as their battle cry. Seriously. Oh, man. So, yeah. Uh, Galvatron goes back to Unicron. He's like, Ha, you see this? You see this, Unicron? Now I have what you fear most. Do my bidding or taste my wrath. Oh like, boy. You underestimate me, Galvatron. And then we see we see the big reveal. Unicron is a giant transformer. Yeah. Bro, big samurai bit. The animation on this has just amazing. Oh, it was great. It was He's fucking like, beautiful. For a time. I considered sparing your wretched little planet, Cybertron. Now, you shall witness its dismemberment. No! (laughs) So yeah, Unicron starts smashing into Cybertron. So dude was just hanging out the entire time. He's like, "Eh, you know what, I'm done with this. We see a little bit of uh, attack. Uh, Shockwave's trying to rally the troops. Um, we see a hand smash into the planet. 
presumably killing Shockwave. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so the Autobots and the, the Junkions come in in their shuttle, and they're like, "Dude, I can't even believe this." And Hot Rod's like, "Uh, this reminds you of anything, Cup?" Nope. <laughs> Never seen anything like this before. Who, buddy? Oh my god. Oh, yeah. So from here, we see the spaceships battling. There are Autobots. There's Decepticons. And just everywhere, dude. Like, Decepticons are like flying into Unicron. Uh, so the Dinobots jump out of the shuttle. Like I think it's Grim, like, literally kicks Unicron in the butt. <laughs> Bro. And, like... Yeah, dude. Unicron, like, actually, like, grabs his butt, trying to, like, crush the Dinobots. <laughs> um, so the... Holy shit, man. Mm-hmm. That is so... good stuff. Say so Unicron grabs the junkie on shuttle, like tries to crush it in his hand. So they're scrambling. And then the other ship, it literally just crashes into Unicron's eyeball. Yeah. And dude. Everyone just kind of jumps out. And Hot Rod like lands like on this spike. Like on the like thud oof. Everyone mostly just kind of yell, just like lands at the bottom. Uh, so we cut back to Hot Rod, and he sees a glowing light. He's like, "The Matrix." Uh oh. And Galvatron. <laughs> yeah. So Galvatron still has the Matrix, because Galvatron earlier forgot to mention it. Unicron literally picks him up with his fingers and just like plops him in his mouth. Yep. It's like during the attack, Galvatron older. transforms, <laughs> tries to shoot. Unicron's like, night dealing with you. Then Galvatron's like, this will do you no good, Autobot. It cannot be opened. Uh, yeah. Basically. Not by a Decepticon, you dumb shit. And? We are allies now against a common foe. Oh, look, there's that red energy again. <laughs> oh, haha. <laughs> Destroy him, Galvatron. Now! Of course. Freaking Galvatron wasn't very smart, man. Like, the dude uh, literally gave you that power. You can't do anything to him. Even with even with that, you can't. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, so, Hot Rod actually transforms and he runs away. Because he's got a plan. Of course he does. Uh, so we go to oh, the shit. other Autobots, and they are fighting these, like, claw things that are just, like, inside of Unicron because he's got some kind of internal defense. So, um... Arce <laughs> yeah, is, um... So she's blasting away here. And somehow, like, hits, like, a conduit or something in the chamber they're in. Just starts flooding. Mm -hmm. 
So here's where Daniel's accidental usefulness comes in. Because he gets swept away to like another area. And he somehow just happens to find the chamber where Unicron... The smelting pool that Unicron dumps his prisoners in. In these acid pits. And we're seeing... Oh, yeah. And so we're seeing a few robots in line. Probably survive some of the last survivors of Lithone. And you just see them one by one drop into the pool. They they emerge mm-hmm. a little bit. You just see them melting. And it's kind of gruesome. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. Who, buddy? And we see the Autobots from earlier. Spike, Bumblebee, Jazz, Cliffjumper. And they are getting there one by one. And Spike is like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Yep. And Daniel comes and is like, Dad, what can I do? Knock down the acid cover. How? <laughs> Shoot it. But I don't oh, have a gun. Man. That, Use your exosuit, that. you little dumb shit. Basically. Because, you know, he doesn't know how to that use the was, suit. Uh... It's like, um, Spike, maybe you could tell him where the button for gun mode is? Yeah, I'm like, will you tell him what to do? Yeah. And just somehow by accident, he manages to shoot it. He manages to get the exosuit into the gun mode, knock down the... You just hear Spike screaming. You're waiting for it. Then you just hear... (laughs) Daniel, you did it! Oh man, it's like it was oh, pretty boy. nuts. So yeah, they run away, and so we go back to the lower pits of Unicron, and Galvatron is looking for Hot Rod. He's like, "Come on out, Hotobot. We all must die sometime. Not today, Galvatron." Knew that was gonna happen, by the way. <laughs> so yeah, they are they're fighting. And Galvatron seems to have the upper hand. He's like, first Prime, then Ultra Magnus, and now you. It's a pity you Autobots die so easily. Or I might have a sense of satisfaction now. Right. But but then he Hot Hot Rod reaches up. He grabs the Matrix. Rips it off of Galvatron's neck. And there's just light everywhere. You and you can just... And so he's holding it. Then he changes his grip so that it's like in the finger holes of it. And the Matrix opens. You see Hot Rod. Like he's visibly growing. Becoming bigger. And you hear just one last little voice from Optimus Prime. Arise, Rodimus Prime. Rodimus Prime. <laughs> right? <Jeez. laughs> Por- right? His p- Hot Rod's porn name. <laughs> Although Hot Rod is kind of a porn name, too. Pretty much. Hot Rod has evolved into... Rodimus Prime. <laughs> Dun, 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 dun. So he's like, 
This is the end of the road, Galvatron. Oh, man. <laughs> Bro, he takes down Galvatron so quickly you and just like, chucks him like through Unicron out into space. Yeah, he was pretty much... Uh... Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, so he grabs the Matrix and goes, Now, light our darkest hour. And you just see light emitting from the Matrix. All of the weird tendrils inside of Unicron are just spazzing out and dying. Like, <laughs> Pretty much. What in the world is going on here? And get some more of that wonderful, wonderful music. Yep. So Springer, so they see the Autobots, uh, Spike, Daniel, and the other Autobots coming. Like, Spike, Daniel, what's going on? No time to answer that. Let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah. So as they are trying to figure that out, they see the new Rodimus Prime coming in. They're like, look. Autobots, transform and roll out. And Rodimus Prime transforms into a space Winnebago? Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. So yeah, we get a transformation sequence and they jump out of the other eye that wasn't shattered. <laughs> so they shatter the, the second Insult eye just for injury, good measure. Exactly. So they jump out I guess somehow they make it, you know, and during the transformation, like, Cup's like, I knew you had potential, lad. Of course. So they get out. Unicron is, like, grab grabbing himself. Bro, I swear, like, during the sequence, it looks like Ru Unicron is, like, rubbing his nipples. <laughs> oh, shit. Because for some reason, that's, like, where one of the explosions comes from. He's like, oh. Like, Unicron is, like, in pain. Like, I think at one point he actually ripped one of his legs off. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. He tore his leg off. He's like, ah, and you, ripped that bitch off. You cannot destroy my destiny. And he from started that, losing his shit. The, pretty much the whole body exploded except for, like, the head. And for some reason, the head just floats in space. Because that actually comes into play in Season 3. Yeah, I was going to say, that looked very familiar. What's up with that? You know, I don't know why they just left the head floating in space. Why didn't they do anything with it? Salvage the metal something. I know. Uh, yeah, so Rodimus has gathered the troops that are there. Gives a nice speech. Says, let this mark the end of the Cybertronian Wars as we march forward to a new age of peace and happiness till all are one. And then, they, and then the scene fades with them chanting, till all are one, till all are one. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> so that shit. ends the movie. We get a shot of uh, Unicron's head floating through space and uh, it freezes on that as the credits roll. You got to die! Bow, 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 bow. 
<laughs> but no, it's actually Dude, playing it's, like it's the. It's so catchy. Uh, but it's actually playing like the the, the like the metal version on the from the soundtrack. Yeah. Dude, this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh my God, this movie was so good. I love it. I actually, after I watched it, I went to YouTube and looked the guy up that did the uh, that did the song. Uh huh. For the uh, like that that song at the beginning. The the intro and theme. I forgot his name. Yeah, the you got the power. That guy. Oh, that one. Yeah, Stan Bush. Yeah, Stan Bush. That's his name. Yeah, he's actually a really cool guy. I, I met him at the one time that the Bacon came to Florida about ten years ago. Oh, you met him. Oh, dude, he's a really cool guy. Yeah, he usually oh, goes shit. to... Yeah, he was a regular at BotCon while that was still a thing. Nice. Yeah, no, he's cool. Dude, the, yeah, no, this it, it song... Was, it was so catchy. I looked it up. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta listen to this a little bit. Right? Like, that's, that's some like, nostalgic shit right there. Oh, and that is definitely like a... Wow. That is a awesome, awesome... That is like my favorite song on the soundtrack. I know there's a music video. There's a, actually a music video for it. It's got clips from the yeah. movie. There's like clips of him playing guitar. It's pretty. Yeah, badass. that's what. That's the. Yeah, that's the one I looked up. You know, it's it so was. Cool. It was pretty cool. Dude, this movie was definitely my childhood. Yeah, it was pretty sweet, dude. Like that brought back a lot of shit. I'm like, wow. Like, yeah. even watching it again as an adult, you're just still sitting there like, wow, that was good. Oh, dude, even as regularly as I watch this movie, I probably watch this movie at least a good five or six times a year. Oh, it, damn. It's in, my, <laughs> nice. it's in my regular rotation. It's a good-ass movie. It is. Yeah, no, I only own, like, three copies of it. <laughs> you did something. <laughs> yeah, because there was a copy uh, that a company called Rhino Entertainment put out like 20 years ago. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Sony put out it, had the license for a very short time and did a 25th anniversary edition. And now Shout Factory, who has been doing so, so well with these licensed franchises, um, they have the Transformers license. They put out a, a whole series set. They finally put out the Blu-ray for Transformers, the movie. Came in a re- comes in a really nice steelbook. Um, they oh, found okay. like the original film, like cleaned it up. It was great. Um, actually, oh, last awesome. year there was a company called Fathom Events. They do like these nostalgic movie screenings, um, and they did mm-hmm. a tour when the when that when that Blu-ray was released. Uh, they were showing it at a movie theater, so I actually went and saw it in Orlando. So I can say I have seen oh, this wow. movie on the big screen. Damn. And it was one of the happiest days of my life. That's pretty awesome. It was, man. Dude, this movie. Oh, dude. And there's so just so much going on with the Transformers franchise nowadays. Um, they've announced a new part to the uh, War for Cybertron series on Netflix, which should be coming out. Oh, pretty- really? Pretty soon, like oh, snap. end of August, I think. Dude, st- they still have to- is... toy lines. and. Yeah, I was going to say, that's just one of those franchises. It's never going to die. No. It's just, it's just, it's too good. I think the only time there's really been no Transformers at all 
was a very brief period between like G2 and Beast Wars. Yeah. Oh man, I used to love me some Beast Wars. And that was may and that was maybe like two years at the most. Oh wow. Yeah, no. There's been almost no interruption in some kind of Transformers franchise. Transformers is the shit. Oh dude, absolutely, man. Uh dude, this man, I love this movie so much. Like it's said, badass. I watch it so like, regularly. Watching, and watching it again was so much fun, dude. It, the funny part was I was watching it, and then my kid came out, and he sat, and he was just mesmerized. He's like, oh, man. And he right. loved it. So it was it was really cool. I'm like, oh, even my kid likes it. This is great. I didn't know it did it. He job. likes Transformers anyway. Like, since we watched it, like, um, there's the Transformers Devastation game I have, mm-hmm. and this other one that we have and he's been playing the crap out of them since watching the movie oh dude, like he I, loves him some transform and it's it's great i know it's there's a there's a video on youtube that's like just the cutscenes from devastation just sewn together as like a movie that game is freaking gorgeous dude dude it is man like that's probably one of the, i haven't played a lot of it but it's one of the be- most beautiful cell shaded games i've seen like they really took advantage of the cell shading technology oh dude they did and it looks like you're watching a cartoon it really does mm-hmm. and they got even as you're playing through it and I, if i remember correctly they got most of the voice actors from the original oh, series yeah. for that movie dude they were spot on they were great they were freaking oh great. absolutely yeah i don't oh. get tired of that game Oh, no, oh dude, and the music, the music on the game is, is wonderful. It's, oh my God. Oh, dude. It's like, a, it's like a more modern metal sound. Mm-hmm. Like during the fight scenes and stuff. It's, oh, it's, it's beautiful. Oh, you yeah, know, it absolutely is, man. And dude, oh, this has been absolutely fantastic, man. Going back and just talking about Transformers, the movie, because dude, I love this movie so much, man. I, Really glad to be able to talk about this on this show. I've been waiting for this. Like, I've been waiting for us <laughs> to know. hit this mark. I knew for our one-year anniversary, needed to do something big, needed to have a longer episode, needed to do something special, and I knew Transformers the movie was going to be it. Oh, man. And, and rightly so, too, because, man, I'm, I'm probably going to watch it again. I'm more, most certainly going to watch it again. And... It was just a good, it's just such a good movie. Oh, absolutely. And I got to go, go find those curse scenes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm watching this but again. Yeah, dude, go back and watch the scene where Unicron attacks the two moon bases. You can... Oh, I definitely am. You know, you'll definitely hear it. Oh, but dude, man, we also really couldn't do it without the people listening at home. I want to thank everyone listening to these episodes and helping share the podcast. Man, still hard to believe we've hit the year mark, dude. It's Seriously. been you guys a crazy have stuck with us too. Oh, it has. It's uh, oh my god. I know we're definitely planning on doing more. I've already got plans in the works. You know, we're we've got our sed- our schedule set. I know what the next episodes are going to be, and uh, I just want to thank everyone for joining us on this adventure so far. And um, uh, once again, thanks for sticking around for us with us for the last year. And um, 
I think I'll do it for this episode, man. Uh, we'll see you next time. All right. See you guys soon, man. Thanks so much for sticking with us. Stick around. It's going to just keep getting better and better. Trust me. All right. See you guys. You got the touch. You got the power. You got the power!